it's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. Thanks for joining us on the first official episode of the core podcast series. In this series, we're going to uh, discuss some helpful strategies for submitting a successful internal audit. Uh, We're going to spend some time going through the 19 elements of the core audit and discuss each question in some detail. Uh, What we hope to do here is to help clarify what is required to be submitted in terms of supporting documentation and evidence in order to achieve full marks on a question. Uh, Finally, we're going to close out our conversations with some information on preparing for the external audit and some information about the core 2020 audit. Everyone in the core department is really excited about this core podcast series because we see it as an opportunity to help all of our internal auditors prepare for a successful audit submission. As auditors ourselves, uh, we primarily focus on reviewing the audit submissions that come in. With that experience, we've had we've made some notes on uh, the common misconceptions and the common submission errors. Uh, so do make sure that you keep an ear open in order to avoid some of those pitfalls that we that we point out. Uh, today, in our very first episode of the series, I'm introducing both the manager and the vice president of the core department, and we're going to have a general conversation about core. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. David Steinschnifter, Manager of Strategic Programs, and Mr. Paul Casey, Vice President of Programs and Strategic Development. Good morning, Stacey. Hello. Morning. Thanks for joining me. Okay, so I'd like to start off um, by thanking both of you guys for supporting this project, uh, the CORE uh, podcast, because without your support and the belief in this project, it may not have happened. Well, as you know, with most organizations, there's a process to go through to get a project up and running. Uh, These things just don't happen overnight. The work put in by you and the entire team to get the podcast content organized and packaged for our clients is greatly appreciated. Uh, We saw the value in this project and we did what we could to get it off the ground and an excellent opportunity to provide a new tool for firms either working towards core and as a good reminder kit for those that have been with the core program for some time. Yeah, I I think that this is going to be a great resource for our clients and um, it will complement the resources that we already have available for them. So it's great. Um, So before we get into a deep discussion here, I'd like to uh, start off with having both of you guys introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your role. So, uh, Paul, would you mind starting off with that? Yes, thank you. Paul Casey, Vice President of Programs and Strategic Development. And my responsibilities at IHSA include uh, programs with uh, health and safety management systems, similar to CORE and the Health and Safety Excellence Program, program development, quality assurance, and human resources. My history with IHSA, I've uh, been there now 10 years in a senior management role. And prior to joining IHSA, I spent 20 years at the Workplace Safety and Insurance Board and the majority of that in management and senior management roles and predominantly in the prevention division. Wow, well, it definitely sounds like you have a lot of experience in the world of prevention then. Yes, that's right. Okay, thanks, Paul. And uh, yourself, David, can you tell us a little bit about your role? Sure, it's uh, David Steinshifter, Manager of Strategic Programs. So focus of my responsibilities is to manage the core program here in Ontario. So this includes oversight of the team consulting and reviewing audit submissions and the associate auditors conducting firms uh, core external audits. And so I started with IHSA in 2012. I've held a variety of roles at IHSA. I started as a safety groups consultant. I spent some time as a core auditor reviewing audit submissions and conducting external audits for firms. I did provide QA reviews for the Working in Heights trainers across the province of Ontario, and prior to that, my current that was prior to my current role here with CORE. Um, and I did come to IHSA from the municipal electrical utility field, where I had multiple roles, uh, both within the trades and operations management. 
Wow, sounds like a pretty comprehensive experience and definitely lots of experience with CORE. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so uh, thank you for that. Um, before we dive into the topic of CORE, uh, Paul, I just wanted to ask you if you could explain a little bit about the IHSA's um, involvement in the industry. Yes, uh, IHSA is the trusted resource for occupational health and safety in Ontario's construction, transportation, electro utilities, and aggregate sectors. And as a designated safety association of the Ontario Ministry of Labor, Training, and Skills Development, IHSA provides sector specific health and safety tools, training, consulting, and auditing services across the province. IHSA has also created a series of labor management networks um, across Ontario, uh, which represent different, the different sectors that we service to ensure that all workplace parties are providing input and remain current on uh, current legislations and trends in health and safety. Okay, and in what uh, sector do you see the most interest in the core program? Well, currently, you know, we have firms who are core certified across uh, all the sectors that we service, but the majority of the interest is in the construction sector. And the main reason for that is, uh, of course, the high risk associated with construction work, but also uh, buyers, major buyers of construction, uh, predominantly uh, public buyers have seen a value to requiring pre-qualification in the bidding process by being core certified. And that's motivated a lot of constructors to achieve certification. And I right. think one of the, one of the greatest um, challenges here is companies understanding their role and what it means to be uh, core certified and what a management system is. And once they do, um, it, they realize that it's not as difficult as it actually sounds. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, what is the IHSA's relationship with uh, other safety related organizations like the MOL and the WSIB? Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, um, the Infrastructure Health and Safety Association is Ontario's trusted health and safety resource. And our goal is to improve the lives of Ontario workers. And so we provide resources and training that, that assist workplaces to control and eliminate hazards in the work environments in which they are performing. Um, we've always tried to maintain a standard of excellence and we're proud of our role in helping Ontario become one of the safest places in the world to work. Mm -hmm. Our focus is on workers and keeping our promise to provide them with the tools to work safe for life. And as part of Ontario's health and safety system, we are recognized by the Ministry of Labor, Training and Skills Development, the Ministry of Colleges and University, the Ministry of Transportation and the Workplace Safety and Insurance Board as designated trainers and consultants. So we can be sure that the training you get from IHSA meets regulatory requirements and compliance standards. And you know, one of the more recent developments that have occurred in the system is that IHSA has been working closely with both the ministry and the WSIB, the Workplace Safety Insurance Board, to ensure that the core program is aligned with their new incentive programs. So recently, the Workplace Safety Insurance Board launched a program called Health and Safety Excellence Program. And companies in that program can receive financial incentives from the WSIB as they implement a management system in their workplace. And what IHSA is encouraging our member firms to do is to register in this program, of which IHSA is a provider, um, participate as they build their health and safety management system towards getting core certification. And while doing so, 
enjoy a financial incentive that helps to offset some of the costs associated with, you know, purchasing pr protective equipment or paying for training or or time staff away uh, attending seminars or whatever that may be, and then work towards achieving what the ministry has created, which is called supporting Ontario safe employers or accreditation. And right. once a company is core 2020 certified, they can actually uh, apply to the ministry to be recognized as accredited firm in Ontario and receive a financial incentive from that program as well. That's great. And I think it's uh, great that you pointed out the financial assistance uh, and incentive piece because I, uh, you know, some people aren't aware of that, right? Yeah. And, you know, the real I guess the the value to workplaces with the financial incentive is that it encourages and motivates, but also it offsets. So, mm -hmm. so you know, one of the barriers that companies would talk about for years is the cost of managing health and safety. Well, now we've taken away uh, that perceived barrier by having incentives in the system. Hopefully, that encourages more workplaces to participate and take take advantage. And we encourage more small businesses too to to realize the value of managing safety and and move towards you know participating and, and achieving core eventually but but use these programs to get them there yeah for sure okay um, so for those who may be new to the topic um, what exactly is core where did the program come from and why are we so focused on this in Ontario David would you mind answering that for me Sure. Uh, Certificate of Recognition Program, it's a national accreditation standard that verifies full implementation of an employer's occupational health and safety system. So CORE is often used as a condition of contract by the public and private sector across Canada. Uh, here in Ontario, buyers of construction activities in the province see certification in the program as proof of an active health and safety management system that's been audited by a third party. And this gives them confidence in the health and safety commitment of the firms they're hiring. Right. Okay. So when we're talking about the IHSA's role in prevention in the industry, that's when we're really getting into the topic of core. Uh, that's when it stands out to me because in a nutshell, core really is all about the prevention piece, right? That's right. And, you know, the core program in, in my view, in my mind is it provides workplaces with confidence that they're managing the health and safety in their workplace and for their workers. And, you know, you don't have to go back very far to look at what the workplaces were like prior to programs like CORE coming into place. In those times, workplaces, you know, basically made assumptions that they were managing the risk associated with the work they were performing and truly did not possess a gauge to determine if they were even being compliant. So CORE measures a health and safety system, as Dave mentioned, uh, which recognizes achievement, identifies program gaps, and allows workplaces to make improvements which lead to reduced workplace injury and illness, which is our mission and focus at IHSA. Yeah, I think it's often pretty eye-opening when companies actually start to look at their health and safety systems and especially, you know, using the core audit to really start to identify what their gaps are. Um, you know, often they'll have a health and safety manual uh, that might be outstanding, right? Really well written. <laughs> but the actual implementation piece of that health and safety program just isn't there. And it's not until you start um, auditing yourself and, and looking to see if, if it's actually you know happening uh, that you might not realize that it's not fully implemented or there might be some gaps or some missing pieces, right? 
That's correct. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, we discuss a lot with with uh, organizations considering getting uh, certification is a, a kind of a proof of concept, you know, and and, you know, working in the safety field for a long time, you realize that, you know, not everybody thinks the same way you do. And right. so uh, the nice thing with uh, the core program, as Dave mentioned, is a national program. And the University of British Columbia has uh, completed a number of studies in three different Canadian jurisdictions looking at the impact and effect of CORE on the workplaces who are CORE certified. And the studies have revealed time and time again that CORE certified firms demonstrate significant improvement in the occurrence of workplace injuries and illness when compared to non-certified firms. So that demonstrates wow. to organizations that you know this really can create change and it's it's not just about ticking boxes and you know completing paperwork it's actually changes the practices that occur on a regular basis in a workplace so that people get the opportunity to go home the same way they came to work every day mm -hmm. that's really valuable information to have those uh, those studies that's great um, so here's a question for both of you. Uh, do you think that our focus on core in Ontario has had you know, a large impact on the industry? As Paul said, uh, you know, from the studies that they've shown that it, there is improvements across the industry and in any province that have uh, taken core on. And I truly believe it has a positive impact on our industry here in Ontario. Firms involved in the core program are developing, implementing, annually reviewing their health and safety management system. And by doing this, it ensures that health and safety remains at the forefront of their activities, both within management and their field staff. Yeah, and I think that the shift in focus can be quite the change sometimes for some companies. Um, you know, as we're all well aware, health and safety isn't something that you can just, you know, wing. It can't just be off the cuff, you know. It needs to be considered. It needs to be thought about in all levels of the organization, really. Yes, and that's and with CORE, that's exactly what we're trying to ensure, that health and safety is considered from the top down and that health and safety is integrated into the organization's processes from start right. to finish. And Paul, what what about yourself? Do you think that the strong focus on core has had an impact on the industry? I think definitely. I think, you know, first of all, the possession of uh, peer-reviewed academic research as conducted by the University of British Columbia has demonstrated that the core program consistently improves workplace uh, health and safety performance for certified firms. But also in Ontario, you know, we have a, a buyers of construction network uh, that have showed confidence in the firms that they contract for that which are core certified as many of these large buyers of construction in Ontario require core certification to qualify for bid workplaces have worked to achieve the qualification so that they can you know enter into these projects and compete uh, for work and, and it's it's really something when you see that uh, safe safety on a workplace becomes a competitive advantage in business and I think that's tremendous and and even you know I've I've worked with a number of uh, employer associations and business associations in construction and a number of them have actually looked at their own data of their own firms which are predominantly core certified to see improved trends in in a lost time injuries uh, over the last decade or so and uh, for ourselves at IHSA we're in the process now we're putting together requirements to conduct a study in Ontario to mm -hmm. demonstrate or even at least evaluate how CORE has impacted these workplaces and uh, hopefully have information that's similar to the trend that's occurred in other uh, provinces. Yeah, 
That's great. Uh, and I also want to point out that I think it's interesting um, because not only have buyers in the construction industry adopted the requirement for core when awarding contracts, but also we've seen this uh, trickle down effect where the general contractors have started to require that their subcontractors be core certified as well. So I think that um, this demonstrates that being core certified is really um, giving people the confidence to say, okay, this company is safety conscious, they have a health and safety program, and they are following it. It's implemented, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a great thing to see because you know, you think of a contractual relationship, anybody that you contract work with, you're basically importing risk. And so what you're explaining is a situation where companies are looking to mitigate any risk that they're bringing into their project or their business. And I think that's a great thing. And I think that the, you know, when we talk to buyers of construction and others who are considering making core requirement, we, we encourage them to, you know, over time to make the requirement uh, necessary so that companies have have the uh, opportunity to implement and and get their ducks in order so that they can achieve certification and one thing i'd like to point out um, when ontario uh, adopted core and ihsa brought it uh, and started delivering it to our member firms uh, we made a decision to achieve core certification ourselves and mm -hmm. And for us, it was basically, you know, we, we wanted to make sure that we were walking the talk. And, uh, and you know, people ask me, well, I guess it was pretty easy for you guys being a health and safety association. <laughs> and the reality is far different, you know. Uh, it, it, was, it was a lot of work. And, uh, and what it became was it, it kind of opened our eyes and uh, we realized that, you know, knowing we were an amalgamation of three other um, organizations just a few years prior uh, a lot of assumptions were being made of regarding our program and how we were implementing it and once we did our own self-assessment we realized that people were quoting policies and procedures from their legacy organization not from ihsa and right. we found you know there was a lot of misinformation and a lot of confusion and not a lot of record keeping and mm -hmm. so we we had to go back to scratch and we had to rewrite our program we had to uh, re-communicate educate our staff we had to update our training records and system so that we could track and and have confidence that we were meeting the requirements that we were setting out in our policies and that took time so it was humbling uh, but now we have the ability to talk from experience and organizationally I can say that IHSA is a much safer organization now and confident in our uh, health and safety program than we were prior to being core certified. Right. And I'm actually glad, Paul, that you brought that up because it was going to be something that I asked, I wanted to ask you about was, you know, IHSA's experience completely. Uh, completing core, um, because like you said, a lot of people would assume that I just say it would be very easy for us to get core certified, right? Um, and now we definitely have the experience as an organization to be able to lead by example. Um, and then on top of that, we're also, you know, still leading by example by continuing down the road of, you know, getting core 2020 certified, uh, which is our new, our new program, right? Yeah, and Core 2020 is basically what has been adopted by the Ministry of Labor as being equivalent to their Supporting Ontario Safe Employer, SOCHI they call it, accreditation standard. 
So uh, we are currently in the audit process uh, now towards uh, achieving core 2020. Mm -hmm. And once we do that, uh, we will be applying to the ministry to get recognized as an accredited employer in Ontario. And that's important for us as well. Mm -hmm. And for, for IHSA to lead by example, we have to continue to focus on innovation and, and leading the way in health and safety. And it makes us better at our jobs as far as communicating and and consulting and training other workplaces to move in the yep. same direction. Definitely. And it also is the opportunity to speak from experience now. We're not just speaking to the program, we're speaking from experience having done it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's a huge value in that, obviously. Um, okay, so on that note, um, I want to wrap up our conversation. I want to thank you guys both for coming in and taking the time to uh, join me on this first episode of the CORE podcast. Uh, I really appreciate your time. And uh, I think it was a great discussion as uh, a way to start off or kick off this series of podcasts. And uh, I hope that everybody is going to enjoy this uh, series. Great, thank well, you so much. Appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, greatly appreciate it. The IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening. Each year, about 5,000 IHSA supervisor logbooks are ordered for supervisors across Ontario. Why is the logbook so popular? Because it was developed by the industry for the industry. That's what makes it unique. IHSA thanks the members of the Labor Management Network and Advisory Councils who contributed their knowledge, experience, and time to the preparation of this supervisor logbook. Contact IHSA at 1-800-263-5024. That's 1-800-263-5024. Or visit IHSA.ca. That's IHSA.ca.